0: You are listening to The Plan Podcast, episode number 25. And in today's episode, you are going to learn 20 new, untraditional ways that you can attract new followers to your Instagram account. If you've ever taken one of my workshops or online courses, you have definitely heard me say the phrase, quality over quantity. This is something that I stress to both my students and my clients when it comes to most aspects of social media, but it is especially true when it comes to your follower size. It's really easy for us to get hung up on the numbers. And although a large audience can definitely be nice, it does not have a direct correlation on, I mean, pretty much anything. Even your ability now to become like what you would call an Instagram influencer um, is not necessarily exclusively determined by your follower size because so many brands are now recognizing that it's the quality of the follower, not the quantity of the follower, that really makes the difference. So, the days of follower farming and follow for follow are hopefully getting behind us. It's still kind of an issue, but I hope it's something that we're leaving behind us. I think that the future is more about organic growth and more ethical social media practices. And this is something I'm going to start talking more about in future podcast episodes. So, we already know that beautiful, high quality content can help get you more followers. We know that authentic engagement and The use of the app in authentic ways will help increase our reach. And we know that hosting contests can help us gain new followers as well, but does it really move the needle in our business to have people follow us simply because they want something for free? In this episode, you will not hear me telling you to host a contest. I am not going to tell you to run a specific ad set in order to attract new fans. I'm not even going to harp on you about your photos when you post them or what hashtags I think that you should be using. I think that there are plenty of blog posts and podcasts and other resources out there that are going to deliver that information about those types of strategies. Instead, I'm going to identify some of the places that I commonly see business owners, particularly small business owners, but even pretty big brands, leaving their potential fans in the dust. Because... In my 10 years almost of working directly with small businesses and big brands, I've seen firsthand how easy it is for them to overlook some of these really obvious channels that they could be discovering new followers. Sometimes we get especially focused on the online world and the virtual ways in which we can be connecting with people and promoting ourselves, and we tend to kind of completely overlook the actual physical world around us. So there's plenty of those kind of tips in here today, too. So settle in and relax. In this episode, I am rounding up the 20 less traditional ways, my favorite ones, that you can promote your Instagram account online for free to gain new followers and start moving the needle. I think there'll probably be a few suggestions that you've never heard and have never thought of before. So let's dive in. Thanks for tuning in to the Plan Podcast. We don't know everything, but we're putting together a plan to figure it out, one topic, an episode at a time. If your goal is to live better, do better, or be better, then this is the podcast for you. So, grab your favorite pen, folks, and let's make some plans with your host, Danny Brewflot from Time is Honey. All right, Danny, let's get planning. So I think it's fair to say that we all love a good plan. And so I went ahead and put this into checklist format and I'm putting the entire thing in today's show notes. So go ahead and listen to the episode and then pop over to planpodcast.com where you can review the entire list again. I would love for you to kind of sit down, go over the list and see how many of these you are actively using in your business. I don't expect that you will utilize all of them Some of these might not make sense for your business at all. So just focus on the ones that seem like a good fit for your business structure or seem like they'd appeal to your audience and go from there. Try to implement as many of these as you can. I think the more ways that you're leading people back to your Instagram account, the more followers you can potentially gain. So let's go ahead and get started. Number one, if you sell a physical product be sure to include a little card with each order that clearly identifies your Instagram information and gives customers a way to interact with you. So something like tag us, find us on Instagram, take a picture of your product, um, you can also offer to send people a discount code if they tag you in a photo on Instagram, which is nice. I order customized postcards through vistaprint.com, and I include one of those with each Etsy order that I send out. It has kind of a pre-populated thank you for people. It tells people that where they can find me on Facebook and Instagram and includes my handle and hashtag. Number two, if you sell a digital product, make sure that your order notifications, confirmations, and shipping information. Include links to your Instagram account. So if you're someone like me who has an Etsy shop where people are placing orders and getting an automated email back to them, you can customize all of those messages. And I think that's pretty standard across almost all shopping platforms that you can kind of customize what those emails look like and what they say. So go ahead and make sure that that information is in there. I just sign mine. Um, All of my messages. are signed with my name and then underneath that I just have my at time is honey with a hyperlink so that it leads people right over to my Instagram account. Number three, make sure that your Instagram handle is on your business cards and anything that you physically provide to people. So menus in your restaurant, pamphlets that you might hand out at a trade show, receipts that you print and give to people. Also, um, I know that a lot of POS systems will allow you to customize the receipt. So go ahead and make sure that your Instagram handle and maybe even your hashtag are included on those as well. On a similar note with the business card thing, I know that people kind of think that business cards are old school, but they aren't. They are so usable and I want them to be like cool and trendy forever. (laughs) And so I just want to say that business cards aren't something that can only be handed out at a networking event. I keep them in my purse at all times and I hand them to anybody that I want to connect with professionally or personally. I can't tell you how many times we've been on vacation and, you know, talked with somebody on an airplane or a ferry or on the beach and have just been you know, someone that I wanted to connect with or stay in touch with and I've given them a card and then they instantly have my email and my Instagram handle and we can connect that way. It's so handy. And if you think that your business card is a little too businessy, I guess, um, or impersonal, go ahead and make up a second one that just has like your name and your Instagram handle, maybe an email address so that you have it kind of like a social calling card, you might call it, instead of a business card. I think it's really nice to have something in the physical world that you can hand to people. So think about that. I think business cards are cool. Number five, create a custom footer or small graphic promoting your Instagram content and plug it into the content area of your top 20 to 30 blog posts or maybe your top five blog posts. You know, just depends on how much content you actually have to work with. But it's a really good way to just drive people over. So if you have like five to 10 to 30 blog posts that drive a lot of traffic from other platforms like Pinterest, go ahead and just create a custom graphic that you can drop in there so that those people that are heading over to your website from Pinterest are also kind of getting double dosed with your Instagram account and you're telling them why they, want, why they should follow you on Instagram and inviting them over to join you there. Number six, manually upload some of your most popular Instagram posts to your Pinterest account and add a link back to your Instagram post or account. So that sounded kind of confusing saying it out loud, but what I mean here is look through your Instagram account, See what some of the images are that people have interacted with the most. Go take that picture out of your camera roll or take a screenshot of the Instagram post, crop it, clean it up, and then manually upload it to Pinterest as a pin and manually add the link to your Instagram account. It's an easy way to drive people over from Pinterest. Number seven, if you send out regular emails or a newsletter, make sure that you're engaging and encouraging your mailing list to follow you on Instagram. So this is another easy way to direct people from a different platform over to Instagram. Um, I keep it in the footer of every newsletter I send out. So when I send people a newsletter, I make sure that my Instagram handle is down there at the bottom of the newsletter so that they can follow over to me. I think it's also nice if you have a, a large email list. From time to time, maybe once a season or once a quarter, whatever you want to call it, um, send out a newsletter that's specific to your Instagram account that's telling people what kind of content you're sharing there and why they might want to join you. Number eight, if you have a physical location for your business, so if you are a shop owner or a restaurant owner, go ahead and create a space within your shop that encourages social interaction. So examples of this that I have seen are like selfie stations where there's like a cute backdrop and good lighting and you're kind of encouraging people to get that photo after they get their hair done or maybe like a quote or a hashtag on a mirror. So you're kind of encouraging people to take that selfie picture in the mirror. Um, Another cute one that I saw recently was I was just back in the U.S. visiting my family, and I did a road trip with my mom and grandma and sister. And we went to this little lavender farm near Baraboo, Wisconsin, called New Life Lavender Farm. And it's super cute if you're in the area. You should definitely go visit. I think as I'm recording this, the lavender is kind of reaching bloom. So this is a great time to visit. Uh, Not sponsored by them, unfortunately. Um, But they had this really cute thing out in the middle of the lavender fields where they had all of these swinging, hanging swings. And then they had built this wooden, basically iPhone mount where you could put your phone in and they had this cute little sign next to it that said like, rest your phone here, turn on the automatic timer you know, push the shutter button and like go say lavender. And it was so cute. And so we did it. I got this great photo of me, my mom, my grandma, my sister. And then when I reviewed the picture, I saw that above the swing, they also had a big New Life Lavender Farm sign. (laughs) So not only are they encouraging people to sit down, get that photo, create that memory, and hopefully interact with them on social media. The sign also had their Instagram handle and hashtag important to mention that. Um, But they also had kind of just put free advertising right in that photo for themselves. So very smart. I loved that idea. And so that's one example of how as a small brick and mortar business, you can kind of work social media and encourage that social sharing and social currency experience with people. Number nine. Make sure that your email signature has links to where people can connect with you, including your Instagram account. So this is another place that I often see people kind of dropping the ball to building that connection. And I think it's really important, especially as a business owner, to make sure that every email you send has those links in the signature area. So down below, um, it's really easy to set up like in Gmail. I have an entire blog post about it. If you Google it, um, you can set up a really simple email signature, and just make sure that you're including your Instagram link and inviting people over. Number 10, cross-promote your Instagram account in posts to other audiences. So let's say that you are just starting your Instagram account and you have 1,200 followers on your Facebook page for your business. It's nice to just plan out a post maybe once a week or once every two weeks or every other day if you want, just making sure that people know that you are also on Instagram maybe just including one photo or two photos, whatever you want, and a direct link over to how they can find you or telling them what your handle is so that they can go ahead and search it on their phone and locate your account. People don't know unless you tell them. And so you got to make sure that you're remembering to tell everybody on Facebook that you're on Instagram, telling people on Twitter that you're on Instagram and vice versa. You can kind of reverse that also and tell people on Instagram that you're on Facebook. So I see this a lot, especially with really small businesses where they kind of forget to tell their audiences where else they can find them. Number 11, if you are a shop owner like me and you have a virtual Etsy shop, a Society6 shop, or even like a YouTube channel that's monetized or just really any other additional platform or place where you are creating content – make sure that you have your Instagram account connected to that. Most of them have a place where you can add the link to your account and then it creates like a little button. Um, I know that Instagram has this for shop owners so that when people visit your shop owner profile, they can connect with you elsewhere, including Instagram. Number 12, this one is kind of weird, but it's something I've been doing for like the last couple of years and I've seen it really pay off in interesting ways. And the tip is to use crowdsourcing platforms like Quora or Reddit are two of the more popular ones. I really love Reddit and Quora both. Um, I probably spend more time on Quora. But spend time on them and answer questions about your industry or your area of expertise. So for example, I can follow the topic of social media or blogging or photography on Quora. And I get like a little daily digest of questions that people have asked. Maybe it's, you know, how do I hide somebody from seeing my Instagram story? Or how do I see how many followers I have? It can be a really simple question or a really difficult question. And if I prioritize making time, just 10 or 15 minutes in the morning to sit down and just answer a few of those, I can get thousands or even millions of views per month and really establish myself as an expert in those areas. Those platforms like Quora and Reddit have a little profile for you as a, a question answer or whatever you want to call it, where you can include your Instagram account. And I have gotten followers from there that have come over and said like, oh, I saw your response to this. That was really helpful, whatever. And have followed me on Instagram. I think it's also just a great way to also find new clients. If you're out there answering questions about wedding planning or photography or social media or cupcake baking or whatever your niche might be, it can help you discover anything from a new follower to a new customer or a new client. So give that a try. Okay, we're already well past halfway through this list. I'm all the way to number 13. And now I'm going to talk about websites. And I have a couple, I think the next four points are kind of focused on websites and how people connect with them because I see these kind of connections get dropped a lot. And it's really important that your website be driving people to your social media platforms. So number 13 is make sure that your website has social media icons, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, whatever ones you use and want people to follow you on. And make sure that they are in obvious, easy-to-find places. So sometimes I really have to search for where these icons are on people's websites. You don't want them buried on your contact page. You don't want them way buried down in a footer. You should, when you're on your website's homepage, I think it's a great idea if they're in at least two or three places. They should be up in the header, in the footer if possible, maybe in a sidebar or like a custom canvas. Number 14, ensure that the social icons on your website are all working and link to the correct account. And check this every once in a while. I cannot tell you how, how often I go to a website and click on their icons and they link to just Instagram.com or Facebook.com or they're linking to an old handle that you know the person has changed their branding or changed their business name and it's linking to their old one. So it's no longer leading people there. This is really worth putting on your calendar and once every couple months or even every couple weeks, making sure that these are working because you can lose so many potential followers by having those links be broken. Number 15, along with having your social icons placed obviously on like your header and your footer and potentially a sidebar, I think it's also really great to include them on your contact page. Um, I don't think it's the only place they should be, as I said, but I do like the idea of putting everywhere that people can contact you on your contact page. So if people can submit a question or a message through your contact page, that's great. If you also are willingly offering customer support through Facebook chat, include that social link. If you provide customer support through Instagram, provide that link if people can contact you through those social media apps make sure that you're linking to it on your contact page as well and number 16 ensure that the mobile version of your website also has the social icons optimized and in places that are easy to click with your finger so make sure that those icons aren't too small or close together I know a lot of business owners tend to only view their website on a computer and they kind of forget about the mobile version it's really important that you open your website up on your cell phone every once in a while go through it and make sure everything is working, especially those social icons. I see a lot of times where, you know, the social icons are in all the right places on the web version of their website. But as soon as that uh, website is scaled down to a mobile size, the social icons kind of fall off and are nowhere to be found or are really hard to locate, or they're just so tiny and hard to press that no one will ever follow you through them. <laughs> so on to number 17 connect your Instagram account to your personal Facebook page profile so that a link displays below your profile photo. I think that this is especially important if you are a small business owner or entrepreneur and you re- interact a lot within Facebook groups, which I do a fair amount of, um, because you can connect your Instagram account to your personal Facebook profile, so not your business page and not your groups, but your own personal profile so that when you're out and interacting with other business owners in these groups, if they go over to your profile to learn more about you, there is just this really nice little button that can show up below your profile that directs people right over to your Instagram account. So it's really simple, really nice easy to implement, and it's a really good way to just draw that extra attention. I think if you're taking time to ask great questions or provide really valuable, educated responses in some of these business groups, it's really great to be able to get that traffic because a lot of those groups prohibit you from self-promotion, and so they don't want you sharing your Instagram handle or your website in the posts that you make. But I know that personally for me, if I see somebody post something really valuable or really interesting and I can tell immediately that I want to connect with that person, I will instantly go over to their personal profile to see if it's obvious that they have like their website and their Instagram account and I can easily follow them. So if you're a business owner using Facebook groups, make sure that your profile has your Instagram account connected. And then on a similar note to that, I also really like the idea of having a link to your personal website and your Instagram account in your Facebook profile picture, like in the caption for that, if that's something you're comfortable with. Usually people's profile picture is public. And so that's another place where people can kind of click on you to learn more about you and might discover your website and your Instagram account that way. I think this is also nice if you're someone who interacts a lot, like I said, in groups, but also just on um, news articles or whatever. It's an easy way for people to find anyone that has general interests with them and follow them elsewhere online. So putting that link to your business website and your Instagram account right in your profile picture within the caption. Okay, two more left. Number 19, get in your feed. So research shows us that photos containing a human element, so your face, your hands, your entire body, whatever, tend to perform better, get more engagement, and are more likely to convert into new followers. So when you're planning out your posts for Instagram, Try not to just take photos of cocktails and flowers and dogs. (laughs) Guilty. Try to get yourself in front of the camera and get your face in your feed more. I have a personal goal of trying to get myself in at least every five posts. I'm trying to get better about it. It's not always easy for me. So join me in that challenge of trying to get your face and your bod in once every five posts. Okay, guys. And we are on to number 20. Reverse engineer your ideal follower and go to where they are. So let's say that you own a pet grooming business in New York City. That sounds kind of fun. So your ideal follower is going to probably be a dog owner who's living in New York. So if that were me, I would make it a weekly goal to visit any Instagram account of maybe like Insta-famous dogs in New York or maybe clubs or social groups for dog owners um, or maybe even just restaurants that have great patios and are popular for pet owners or public beaches that allow dogs, stuff like that. And I would make sure that I am commenting on their posts and liking the comments on all of their posts because that helps get my business name out in front of their audience, which happens to contain a lot of my potential customers for my dog grooming business, right? So I find that business owners tend to think of community engagement as just like commenting on their own posts or commenting on the posts of people that they follow who show up in their newsfeed. And they kind of fail to reverse engineer the whole situation and think about where else they might need to be showing up on Instagram in order to get their name and their business in front of their ideal customer, their ideal follower, their next client. So, kind of reverse the situation, think about what your business is, what your ideal customer, client or follower is, and where else they are going to be existing on Instagram and how you can get your content in front of them or how you could be commenting and liking in a strategic way to make sure that you're showing up there for them. So, that wraps up my list of 20 ways to promote your Instagram account and gain new followers. Once again, all of these suggestions are really just meant as sort of a complement to some of the basics that we have all heard before, like creating better content, writing good captions, using the right hashtags, interacting with your audience, and so on. These tips definitely do not replace those fundamentals, and I really want to stress that, but are just places that I frequently see business owners kind of dropping the ball instead of leading their customer to their account. I have really great resources available on my website, though, to help you with some of the fundamentals. So if any of those are kind of blurry to you or you want a refresher on them, listen up. I have a free ebook called Mastering iPhone Photography, which will give you all of my tips for getting better photos, styling photos, editing them, setting up a home studio. It also gives you access to a list of all of the equipment that I personally use and recommend. It is literally 20 pages of all my best tips and tricks so that you can start improving your content immediately. It's free on my website. I also have a blog post that walks you through account moderation and community engagement, which I spoke about at the beginning of this show. And those are really two things that are absolutely fundamental and vital for any sort of Instagram growth at all. So if you don't have a clear understanding of what those are, head over to my blog and read through it. I also have an entire page on my website of free video tutorials that teach you some of the basics of Instagram, and they're all free for you to watch. So if you aren't sure how to post a picture or aren't sure how to find good hashtags, all of those really simple kind of basic things, head over to the training page on my site and start diving into those. I also have a new online course called Content Creation for Small Business. It costs $99 and only takes 45 minutes to complete, okay? So you can learn all of this in less than an hour. It will teach you everything I would want a small business owner to know. I introduce you to my favorite scheduling platform. I show you how to use a free online graphic design program, and I invite you into my little home studio and show you how I set up all of my equipment to get some great photos. If any of the suggestions that I made in today's episode like, don't make sense to you, you have no idea what I'm talking about or how you would go about implementing them, please drop me a message or leave a comment on today's blog post. Your feedback really helps inspire future podcast episodes, tutorials, and posts, and I really appreciate it. Okay, so many good resources, and I hope that you will find them helpful. I'm going to put links to all of them, the ebook, the course, all of it, in today's show notes over at planpodcast.com so that you can easily access them. More than anything, I hope that today's episode makes you think about where your potential fans exist out in the world, the virtual one and the physical one, and how you can meet them where they are and invite them into your community. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in and making some plans with us today. You can find the show notes for all episodes over at planpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to tell someone about it by sharing this episode with them and taking a moment to rate us and review us in the App Store. Don't forget, we've got plans next week, and we will see you then.